0: Creative maybe it was wishful thinking. I don't know. Or maybe it's hard to decode these cryptic legal documents posted on these judicial websites. But a few weeks ago, I reported to you that Tanya and Rick Fernandez may have settled their case. And the reason why... I jumped to that conclusion was that the website that I've been following this entire time that has that all the posts and the documents from the trials and every proceeding that they have said that their trial date was vacated. And now typically when Tanya and Rick's defense attorneys push back the trial, they, it says vacated and reset, meaning That date no longer is valid, but it's been reset to another date. But this time, it just said vacated. Well, Olivia Fernandez, Rick's sister, who has been, by the way, you haven't heard much from Olivia, but she has been a pit bull when it comes to this case. She is adamantly fighting for her grandson, who was adopted by Tanya and Rick Fernandez. Okay, so the the, the family dynamics here are, are not so great. They're not very chummy, let's just say. Well, Olivia has been following this case very closely, just like I have and a lot of you, and she's been poking around the court websites. Now, she was looking at a different website that gave her different information. Her website showed that there is an upcoming trial, but my website doesn't say anything about that. I'm following the Arizona State website. So I called the courts to finally put this to rest. Did Tanya and Rick Fernandez settle? Did they take a plea deal? So I called the prosecutor's office. And here we go again. I'm Javier Leiva, and this is Pretend. Stories about real people pretending to be someone else. Attorney's office. How can I help you? Hi. I was just calling on the status of one of the cases that you're handling. The, yeah, sure. The case uh, against Ricky Fernandez and Tanya Fernandez. I have the case number in case you need to look it up.
1: Actually, I don't need it. I have it right here. Uh, let's see. So for Tanya Fernandez, it is set for trial on February 27th of 2024. Ricky Fernandez, it is the same. Things, oh, trial yeah.
0: okay so so they haven't settled or anything like that
1: no so they both have um here like the last hearing that's supposed to be there before the trial starts on 220.
0: okay so i was wrong i probably read a little too much into the vacated status on the arizona courts website so it looks like tanya and rick are going to fight this in court. They actually think that their best option is to go in front of a jury trial. Hello. Hey, Olivia, it's Javier.
1: Hi, how's it going?
0: (laughs) Hey, so I called the courts. Okay. Okay. And it does not look like they settled. The trial is still on. (laughs) If <laughs> you kidding me, that is crazy. Well, so here's here's the problem. And I talked to the prosecutor's office about this. Like, I, I am looking at one website. I'm looking at the state of Arizona website. And you're looking at what appears to be Maricopa County's website, which seems to be more accurate, the Superior Court's website. And uh-huh. they were showing different things. So, like, the Arizona website that I've been relying on to get the actual documents and stuff like that did not show a trial date. It's just said it was vacated. So to me, I took that as well they settled. But yeah. Apparently they didn't, which is completely nuts. Yeah,
1: actually I was kind of disappointed because of it cuz I, you know,
0: me I want to see them go through it. So Oh my gosh. <laughs> so what are you what are you thinking now?
1: I don't know. Like I <sighs>
0: Now, in a previous episode, you heard the judge kind of describe that, you know, they have a case. They do have a case because no one knows exactly who is pressing send. Like the prosecutor's office said, they don't need to prove who's sending the messages. They have a documented history of harassment and enough evidence to support the computer tampering charges. So I don't know, it's a risky, risky move. I don't know if I would do the same. So for you stalker fans out there, Good news, the trial is on. Bad news for Javier, who wants to move on to other stories. But of course, I will continue following this case. But we're only halfway through this update episode because something else happened recently that really shed some light for me on the identity of the stalker. So a few days ago, Olivia Fernandez sent me a screenshot of a text message exchange she had with Tanya Fernandez. I'll have Olivia tell you the story. So, all right, let's back up because I think that what you experienced the other night is very telling. In fact, it was like the first time in the many years that I've been following the story that everything started to make sense. (laughs) Right, that's what I thought too. So can you explain to me what happened that day? Like just back up to the beginning. Like what happened?
1: Well, like I was on the phone with my stepmom Pam and she said that um she goes, Oh, your dad got a call from Tanya the other day and I said, Are you kidding? And she said, No, but he ended up hanging up on her soon as she said it was her. So then um and then she said and then she texted him. And I said, Well, send me that text. I want to, you know, of course, I wanna see it. And um, I don't know, it just kind of upset me when she's like, You better stop not hang up on me. I don't know, like, who is she? You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. I have it I have it in front of me. It says, Don't you ever hang up on me. I accidentally called you thinking I was calling my dad. My dad is the best. He treats Rick and I with respect.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, who are you to bark orders to my 86-year-old father? You know what I mean? I I was upset. So I text her, of course, because that's who I am. And, um, well, you saw that text. And then she just immediately got ugly
0: back with me. You guys have a little exchange, right? You're not being very friendly yourself. And Tanya says, hey, skank. Why don't you just shut the fuck up and quit talking about what you know nothing about? My kids are all thriving, including our youngest. That was a stab, right? Because you refer to her son as Mannix because that's actually Brittany's son, right? Right. He is the light of our world. FYI, when are you going to grow up and stop sponging off your dad? You are a disgusting pig. So what what word stood out there to you? Um, Skank. (laughs) Yes, he called you a skank. And and that's really important because later on, you get another message, but from a different phone number, right?
1: Right. I had no clue who it was. So his starts out with saying, hey, skank, what the fuck is your problem? I'm looking for a fight. Just don't get too close. I don't want to smell your breath.
0: (laughs) Super mature. Whoever you're talking to is the stalker. You know, Olivia, because the person that you were talking to it talks exactly like the stalker. I agree. So, who did you think that was at the beginning? Um,
1: at the beginning, I really didn't know. It wasn't until a couple texts in when he asked, when he kept saying genuine question Um, There was a later text where he asked me some questions and kept saying genuine question afterwards. Look at how you turned out. Keep taking your meds. I'll continue to work hard, make more, more money than you'll ever dream of seeing, and avoid bums like you. I'm disgusted we share the same blood. I don't know. I mean, with them, it could be anybody because they share so much with each other. But I know how everybody is with their phones that I see. I, they're always in their face, so I can't see somebody's phone just being set, set down and somebody else just being able to pick it up and have access to whatever. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Now, this is going to be a recurring theme in this episode because it shows you not to assume. But I assumed that the person sending Olivia these messages must have been Chelsea. Because even the prosecutor said that they would have charged Chelsea with the same crimes, but they chose not to. So in my head, I'm thinking Chelsea was a prime suspect for the state. She was also in all the doctor's visits. And I have seen Chelsea's Instagram account go after my listeners on Instagram using the same type of language that the stalker used. I thought it was Chelsea at first because I just think that she this person, whoever texted you right after Tanya knew that Tanya was talking to you. Okay. So they must've been in the house. They used the word skank, the same word that Tanya used. And then I'm thinking, you know, the, the prosecutor said that they were going to charge Chelsea with these felonies too, but they didn't, you know, they chose not to. So in my head, I'm thinking Chelsea's the prime suspect. She's the stalker. So if you were to ask me, and this is just my personal opinion, I'm not saying anything, I would have suspected that Chelsea is the one sending these messages. But then something else happened. Olivia's daughter, Brittany, called that number that was texting Olivia.
1: And nobody answered, and it went to voicemail and it said, Hi, you've reached Blake Fernandez.
0: And by the way... I think enough time has passed. These are all adults. Will's name is Blake. That's his real name. It's out there in public records. So Will's name is Blake. You're going to hear Olivia say the name Blake. That's who we're talking about. And that, of course, is Tanya and Rick's oldest son, who is a registered sex offender. Right. And he was never like on our top list. Right. He was never. Oh, no, I thought he was smarter than that. Well, why would he want to get involved in something like this that would get him in trouble when he's already under? Right, so,
1: he's got a phone. Yeah,
0: but so now we know that it's Blake's phone. What? What are you thinking now? Like, do you think Blake's a stalker?
1: I do. I think it is him because, like I said before, I don't know. I don't see people passing around their phones. You know what I mean. And if I was think. If somebody was to do it on his phone, or if somebody wanted to use his phone for something, he'd make damn sure what it was, so he wouldn't be getting in any trouble. I don't know. Maybe he just thinks he's not going to get caught. I don't know. What do you think? Say if I was in the same boat he's in, having a, and he's. I talked to the Peoria There, he's trying to take that to trial, too. This wouldn't look good for any of that.
0: As you may remember, Blake is actually scheduled to go to court for disorderly conduct and pretty much harassing his neighbor. His neighbor tells me that Blake's attorney actually plans to take this case to trial. This is really interesting because I always thought it was, I mean, the most likely suspect and I still think the most likely suspect is Chelsea (laughs) because... She was always there with the doctor. She knew all this information. Blake has a job. He seemed like the most independent out of all the kids. He seemed like the least connected to the to the family drama. But, but I don't know. I mean, now, like you said, he's going to court for harassing his neighbor. He's calling you or somebody is using his phone to text you, right? Right.
1: And I totally kind of, forgot about her being president all the doctors appointments and and that part of it so
0: you were talking with whoever the stalker was but who do you think was sending the messages now that now that this happened has your opinion changed or um
1: I don't know just the way he was talking it seems to me like it was Blake I don't know if I think Blake but after you said that again about the doctors I don't uh-huh. know but I'm gonna go I'm going to go with Blake still. I think he's that arrogant. Probably thinks he can get away with it.
0: The fact that so much time has passed and they've gone to trial and all this stuff. And we still don't know exactly who's sending these messages is it's just crazy. I yeah. mean, there's, there's also this possibility that Tanya really does have some sort of multiple personality disorder. And she's, using his phone, you know, because they're using the same words. Um scank, yeah, no. except Except when Tanya cusses, she says, shut the fuck up is S-T-F-U, right? Um yeah. when, when the stalker talks, he's disgusting and uses a lot of vulgarities, you know? So there is a difference in the way that Tanya talks and the way the stalker talks, but wait, who knows? But, yeah. yeah. Wow! I know it's nice. All right, so it looks like we are back on track for a trial. The prosecutor's office told me that the trial is on February 27th now, of 2024.
1: Wow! wow. I wonder what happened to make her decide to do that. Because you know, Rick didn't have a
0: say in any of it. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out in front of a jury. I'm going to call that number that texted Olivia and see who answers. Right after the break. hello hey is this blake
1: yes sir who's this
0: hey this is javier from pretend how's it going man from who from the podcast uh the podcast pretend
1: uh yeah what's up
0: nothing man i've always wanted to talk to you and i never had the opportunity to get you know your perspective on the case with your mom and your dad what what are your thoughts
1: I don't answer questions,
0: buddy. I'm asking you like, what, like, what do you think? I mean,
1: what do I think? Talk to him. So why are you calling?
0: Well, I just wanted to talk to Blake. I know that he has a trial coming up and I just wanted to see, you know, what, what his perspective, I never got to talk to him.
1: Well, no one here wants to have anything to do with you ever again.
0: Right after I finish talking with Blake, I get a text message. It's from Tanya Fernandez. She says, leave our family alone. Just because your content is drying up doesn't give you the right to call anyone in our family and ask questions that are none of your business. You succeeded in misrepresenting yourself to us, and we will not participate any further in your content or podcast. Tanya, I wish that were true. That's it for today's bonus episode. I just felt like I needed to update you because I jumped the gun on that up last update episode. They did not take a plea deal. So stay tuned. I'm going to try to space out these updates because I don't want to flood this podcast feed with a bunch of random stalker updates, but I thought this one was worthy of a of an episode. So um, I'll keep you posted. Of course, my Patreon and Apple podcast subscribers are always going to be the first to know Please follow the Facebook group. There's a lot of discussion. There's an official pretend Facebook group. And then there's this unofficial pretend Facebook group that really is hardcore on the stalker. Both groups are awesome. So follow one, follow all. Also, something really cool happened. You know how we got the Spotify wrapped this year? Everybody who listens to Spotify gets their their stats and stuff. Well, podcasters get a Spotify wrapped too. And one of the results in the Spotify wrapped showed that the majority of you are sharing this podcast, not through Facebook, not through Twitter, Instagram, or any social media platform. Most of you guys are sharing pretend via text messages. You are finding an episode that you like and you are texting your friend. And I was shocked. Why didn't I think of that? Of course, that's how you guys share episodes. So if you know someone, especially now during the holiday season, everybody's taking road trips. If you know somebody who would enjoy this show, the Stalker series or the Frank Abagnale series or, or any episode of Pretend, I almost have like 200 episodes by now. Just do this today, right after you finish this. Text a friend. And that is going to help this show grow, which, I mean, I appreciate Every, each and every single one of you. But the only way this show will survive is if you share this with your friends. A lot of people ask me, Hey, Javier, how come this stalker series is not being covered by the media? Or, Hey, Javier, how come your podcast is not more well known? I don't know, but keep texting your friends and maybe one day, maybe one day, this podcast will break through. But for now, it's like the best hidden secret in podcast land. Anyway, I will be back with... I'm working on a lot of episodes right now. I have a Christmas episode in the works. I'm calling it The Santa Con. That's coming up next week. Take care. Creative Papa.